time. It's tea time. Um, so I got a new tea set. A new got, tea set? Yeah, I knew that I was going to be depressed this week because of the election. I mean, we might as well talk about the elephant and the donkey in the room real quick. I mean, not like talk about it, talk about it, because, uh, you know, this podcast is obviously a, is all about my self-care and distraction from the depressing events of the world. Uh, but especially those of us, those of you who are listening to the show or watching the vidcast who are, uh, you know, from other countries other than, you know, the U.S., obviously, right now, as we're recording this very moment, now this podcast comes out next week, which probably by then we'll have a president of some kind. Maybe not, because apparently, I think it's North Carolina won't release their results till next Friday. Yeah, but if they, he ta- if they, if one of them takes enough states, then that's true. I mean, that's true. Anyway, uh, those of you that are listening to the show right this very moment, we're in the midst of the election clusterfuck 2020 where we're just waiting on pins and needles to find out if Voldemort is going to continue to be president or what's happening uh it's been a very tense couple of days and I knew it was gonna I I actually was very I I had I I after 2016 I can't have hope anymore so I actually was like I'm not gonna hope I'm not gonna assume I'm not gonna expect I'm just gonna assume that we're gonna live in this dystopian nightmare for the rest of my life. That's interesting that you say you can't hope anymore because I can't be heartbroken anymore. That's how I I thought thought of it. Like I've already my soul has already been crushed to like. My soul has left like, my body and I'm dead inside. Yes. Uh, after four years of Trump. So, um, and again, I, 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 on behalf of Americans, at least 50% of Americans, I would like to apologize to our listeners in other countries. Uh, having Donald Trump be your president, it's like going to a bar or someone else's, it's like going to someone else's house. You're going to a dinner party and you brought this, uh, person with you that you didn't want to bring with you and they're just they take a dump on the table and you're just like I'm so sorry he's not with us Mm -hmm. that's how Mm -hmm. I feel constantly he's not with us I don't know how this guy got into your house I don't know why he's shitting on your table I'm so sorry Um, but he is with half of us but he is but somebody brought him and it wasn't me Uh, Mm -hmm. but I am proud of our home state of Georgia that hopefully we might turn blue I'm hoping that we're going to go blue. That's what I'm hoping. So, and we might get those two run runoffs, which could flip the, looks, the, well, the Senate. We're already in a runoff for one of the Senate seats. That's okay. happening. And Ooh. I think Asif at this point, I think he's also going to a runoff as well. The other Senate seat for David Perdue, who I would fucking love to watch David Perdue just lose i hate him so much so my mom was telling me like the good thing about the runoffs is if like the entire nation of of democrats will want to flip the senate and so money from everywhere could flow in to support these two campaigns one of our friends from new york was phone banking for john ossoff in this state so um that's how much that seems to matter to other people i mean i obviously anyway i we're this is obviously not a political show but it's a thing that's happening and we've uh been on pins and needles about it we're really hoping for some good news uh it's certainly gone better than i expected so far uh so you know uh and uh you know we're 
I hope this time, by the time this podcast comes out, I hope something good has happened. Yeah. Um, but that's a long story to get to the point that I told, I knew I was going to be depressed this week. So I bought myself a new tea set and I'm loving it. It came with these cute little spoons, these Aww. little porcelain, white porcelain spoons. And I, and this beautiful, like sort of gold plated floral porcelain teapot and a beautiful. bunch of, I'm just so thrilled and I feel like such a lady right now. And it's a thing. It's the little things, you know, that, that try that you try to help keep you going, you know? Very nice. Yes. Um, let's see. As usual, I uh, have new clothes. Great. Somehow, Excellent. somehow there are new clothes. Somehow somebody bought them. We don't know who we're not sure who it was, but somebody bought them. It was me. <laughs> yeah unfortunately um and uh that's how i cope i guess with quarantine i have like i bought like an entire rack of clothes during quarantine like since march so um, this is my my con- confession to the world that yes i, I bought Sarah, an entire rack of clothes I'm, during I'm a clothesaholic and we're gonna next time we do this show it's just gonna be like there's gonna be like two more racks behind you they're gonna be like going up the ceiling next time probably no no my brother who is trying to design a house for us for for my my family has given me inches he's like you get this many feet and these many this many inches and if you buy any more clothes than this you have to give those clothes away wow that's intense so yeah um welcome to the adam and andy podcast welcome uh i'm one of your hosts nicole I'm your other host, Sarah. And this is a celebration of two of our favorite actors, Andy Samberg and Adam Driver. We only watch on this podcast, Andy Samberg and Adam Driver films, TV shows, uh, SNL appearances, you name it. It's we'll true. watch it. Um, so I, if, you've, if you've come here for that, welcome. If you haven't come here for that, then I'm sorry. But and I'm sorry if you were looking for a different Adam and Andy podcast. What other Adam and Andy? Pod- um, there's th- actually another podcast called the Adam and a- 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 Andy podcast. What? It's actually li- literally called the Adam and Andy podcast. And the hosts are Adam someone and a- okay, well, I'm, a- I'm apologies someone. to those guys. Um, yeah. If you've come for their show, which I don't know what it's about, but I'm sure it's fabulous. If you've come for their show. My bad. Uh, hope you enjoy this shit show that we're doing over here. Um, I so the today's film, which we'll get to in a moment, uh, or is it a film? Should we call it a film? Today's it's a filmette. Today's filmette. Uh, we'll be talking about Seven Days in Hell. So it's an Andy Samberg week, and we're going to be talking about Seven Days in Hell. But before we get to that, I did want to address that you. Uh, I wanted to address your outfit. Because you're oh, yes, telling me about you. it off mic, and and I feel like we need to talk about it. Yes. Yeah, so, um, P.S. Watch the vidcast on our on Critical Crop Tops YouTube channel if you want to check out things like Sarah's outfit. Please always check out our outfits. Um. So, this is uh, a a shirt that, as you can see, it kind of is like a yellow that resembles like a tennis ball. Ten ten ten. It is very tennis ball like. Yes, that's for sure. So I had a friend last year who that's what he told told me. He said, oh, that shirt reminds me of a tennis ball. 
And so I remembered that and I was like, I should wear this shirt for this this episode because this movie is about tennis. It's about tennis and balls. That's true. Balls. Like it's very yes. much about balls. I think it's an adorable shirt. And thank, thank you, you again for going out of your way to, to theme your outfit to the content of our episode. I will try. Um, before we get into the show, uh, shall we do some Adam and Andy news? Sure. News briefs. Uh, we I don't have a ton of stuff today, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, so nothing really too new with Adam. Um, sixty five his the sci fi movie that's shooting in New Orleans. That uh, the all I have for you there is that the shoot has been pushed a week to uh November twenty third. So it will begin on November twenty third, which isn't that the week of Thanksgiving? Yeah. So is he like? gonna be on set during thanksgiving maybe i hope somebody brings him an entire rotisserie chicken yeah like i can only hire rotisserie turkey an entire rotisserie turkey can you roast a turkey on a rotisserie that seems unsanitary probably i mean it would have to be a rather large rotisserie. a big one yeah uh if you have if you know the answer to this please tweet at us at adam andy pod can you put a turkey on a rotisserie and can somebody send adam a rotisserie turkey for thanksgiving i'm concerned that he won't have enough fowl to eat during this thanksgiving holiday that's what i'm most concerned about hashtag rotisserie turkey hashtag rotisserie turkey um obviously uh oh the other well it's not really news but it is also adam driver's birthday this month uh so we'll have to celebrate scorpio obviously what else could he totally is oh my god what else could he be um so we'll have to celebrate that on our next episode which is actually an adam episode um maybe we'll eat a rotisserie chicken in his honor i'm vegan so that's probably not gonna happen and actually you don't eat meat anymore either do you no maybe we'll just put we'll just put a rotisserie chicken like in the background of the vidcast and it can just live there in honor of him during that episode gross um i I couldn't even get it out it was too gross to even talk about um this isn't really news so much as a rumor but going around twitter today uh i don't know where this information is coming from I tried to find a reputable source, but there is some a rumor going around that there will be like a finally a Ben Solo Funko Pop, uh, which many uh, fans of that character have been eager. If if it if ben, if they come out with a Ben Solo Funko Pop, I am getting one. In fact, I would love to have an, a Ben Solo Funko Pop on one side of my desk and an a- Andy Samberg as Niles from Palm Springs. Funko Pop on the other side of the desk, and I that would just make me so happy. Wait, I'm so sorry. You don't know what, what is a Funko Pop is? is. <laughs> it's a Funko, a Funko Pop, not a Funko Pop. I said Funko. I thought you said Funko. No, <laughs> that's a totally different thing. That's what something Funko Pop. Funko Pop. It's like fuck. I have one at my desk. Hang on a second. So this is this is a Han Solo Funko Pop from The Force Awakens. Oh, one of those guys. Why yeah, this a little like cute little plastic thing with a giant bobbly head. That's a Funko yeah. Pop. So, um, and the, mine of course is Han Solo from The Force Awakens, wearing his little jacket that he wears. His white hair and his white hair, and even like he's got like bags under his eyes. A oh little my bit. god. Um. Anyway. So supposedly there might be a Ben Solo Funko Pop coming. 
Uh, so that's another, it's more of a rumor than news, uh, but that was going around Twitter today. Um, and then my Andy news, again, I don't have a tremendous amount of news, new, new news, um, but a Variety article came out this week and a Variety, the trade publication, is predicting that Andy will be nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Actor oh, in a Comedy Springs. or Musical for Pop Springs. Nice. Uh, which I erroneously diverged. tweeted as he had been nominated because I was tired and I stayed up too late reading Fix the night before and I did not read the article closely. And so if you read that he tweet and be. said, fuck off, he has not been nominated. You're right. I'm sorry. But he, but it's still cool that Variety thinks that he will be. But also he deserves it. He, he does a great job. deserves it. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah, I guess if he gets nominated for a Golden Globe, that means we're going to have to watch the Golden Globes again. Yes, I would love that. Uh, that's all I've got for the Adam and Andy news. Uh, so, should we talk about this movie? Sure. You've got a weird look on your face. Like, this that. I can't weird. tell if you liked this movie or not. Should we just get right into it? All right, so today's film, Seven Days in Hell, uh, 2015. It's a. It was an HBO. Sh- I wouldn't even call it a film. It's more like a, a short. It's a short. short. It's a short film. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a, a a very long sketch. Um, yeah. It's it's, it's a like mockumentary. an episode of a of a series. It's like a four, forty-two minute. Which was a yeah. nice, enjoyable little watch. Uh, which I watched in my bed, and then I took my daily depression nap afterwards. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Um. So seven days in hell. Um, starring, of course, Andy Samberg, uh, also Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. Um, uh, Will, Will Forte. Yes. Uh, there's Lena Dunham. Fred Armisen. I know. I was surprised to see Lena David Dunham. Copperfield. David Copperfield. <laughs> uh, Karen Gillian, I think is how you pronounce her name. Uh, she plays uh, Nebula in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. She played the mm. girlfriend. Oh, that's her? The model Ooh, girlfriend. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. Cute. Also, mm-hmm. what's who was it? Um the mom. Also, I think Howie Mandel. Mom. What's oh the, what's uh, her name? Mary Steen um, Mary Steenberger. Steen, Steenberger. Steen, Steenberger. Yeah. yeah. Steinberger? Steenberger? Steenberger? I don't know. Yeah. Tweeted us. She's good. At Adam Pod. Us. What's her name? We don't know. She was in Parenthood in the eighties. I remember that. She was also in Step Brothers. Um by the way, no hate on Mary Steen. Burger. I think she's a wonderful ac- actress, but sh- she needs to go to jail for that English accent. That yes, was not jail, good. Prison. Prison. Imprison her for that English accent. It was not good. It was. It was a tr- like it was the weirdest Southern woman's British accent. It was not good. She's great. Her accent. She's not great. Good. Yeah. It was a choice. It was a choice, Nicole. I don't think it was a choice. I think she just couldn't get the, the English accent, and they were like. It's a comedy. Let's just yeah. live with it. Yeah. Um. All right. So it is about two tennis uh, phenoms locked in battle for seven days. Phenoms, quote unquote. Okay. So you don't agree with that statement at all. I mean, they obviously can't play, but it's it's a, it's a <laughs> combo. Do you watch a lot of tennis? Is that no, like your sport? No, I don't no. give a shit about tennis, which I think is one of the reasons why I don't think this movie was necessarily meant for me uh yeah. but it was uh so i don't i don't give a shit about sports i don't care about tennis uh i don't watch sport documentaries 
I've seen Oops. them, so I'm familiar with the format. But uh, it was, you know. Anyway, uh, Sarah, did you like this movie? Would you say you enjoyed this film? Uh, so I have seen this before, and the first on time a, I saw on a scale it, from Celeste and Jesse to "That's My Boy," where would you put this? Um, closer to "That's My Boy" than Celeste and Jesse. <laughs> Ooh, words. But clo- I didn't. Celeste. I didn't say all the way to "That's My Boy." Just no. like closer on the scale than yeah you know maybe 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 like uh like halfway i don't know i would agree with that i would put it about halfway actually you know what celeste and we're not i I love celeste and jesse but i actually i think the true scale is palm spring prom yeah uh that's my boy to palm springs and if i had to compare it to those two i would say middle leaning towards the downs yeah. a little closer that's my boy yeah. i didn't i enjoyed this i i chortled a couple of times i didn't find myself offended with its with its existence in the way that i felt like that's my boy i was like i wish this movie didn't exist that's how i felt yeah. about that movie uh i just it wasn't i didn't love it yeah it was like it was meh yeah so something that I read that Andy had said about because um, apparently he also did a film about sports and another sports mockument meh 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 entry. I forget what I it's called. I think they did it after this one. Yeah. So he said actually he's a big sports fan. He loves sports and oh. he also loves making fun of male machismo, which was definitely so, a lot of what was going on here. But I couldn't yeah. tell if the movie was in on the joke all the time i think it i think which I was think it was yeah okay i mean i could like, i couldn't tell well because i've seen but. lots of it, 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 it interviews with andy and he's like super smart and sophisticated and i think that after seeing those i was like okay so when he does this he really is like making fun of it and he knows exactly how dumb his care 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 which is what comedy are. is about which is what yeah I, I definitely see that i definitely think there was a a lot of making fun of masculinity, I yeah. think, which I appreciate. I'm always a fan of making fun of masculinity. Yeah. Um, but it's not that I, 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 I look. I enjoyed the movie. It was, it was funny. It wasn't like my favorite thing that I've ever watched him do. Um, but I enjoyed it, and I chortled a couple of times. And that's that's pretty much that. Um, shall we like get into it? You want to like yeah, get sure. deep? You want to go deep? You want to go balls deep into this movie? Or? Sure, let's do it. Okay. Uh, okay. You want to start? Starring, starring Aaron Williams. Aaron Williams. Played yeah, by let's talk, Andy let's talk about Sam- Aaron Williams. Samberg. Let's talk about him. So he is a tennis star. I thought of him as kind of like a John McEnroe, who John McEnroe was actually in the movie, right? But I guess he's also kind of a... Is. John McEnroe, he was the bald guy. Remember John McEnroe, the tennis guy? He used to get angry and throw his racket. I never watched tennis. Ten- Tennis. Well, I didn't either, but everybody knows about John McEnroe, who's married to Tatum O'Neill. Sorry, this stuff that happened in the '80s was like oh, because that's I was before, before that was I was way born before your time. Um, but also Andre Agassi, I think, was a big inspiration for that character because he was kind of flashy and he had the long hair, and you know, he was kind of like a renegade tennis guy. That seems to be the inspiration for the character. I think. Yeah. Um. Can I just throw out a line that was in the mm-hmm. in the top? Well, I, mean, there, I, there well, I want to talk about Aaron. Lines. We got to talk okay. about Aaron Williams. But yes, sure. is this the line that he said? No, this is the line okay. that da- 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 David Copperfield said about him. But, okay, um, well then, yeah. I just I feel like let's talk about him first. Okay, let's talk, yeah. talk about him first. 
Mm-hmm. So he's like again the the male machismo, just very outlandish and brash and um and temperamental, temperamental, overly sexual. Yeah. Look, here's what I'll say about Aaron Williams. He is gross. And but why am I attracted to him? I don't no, know. What does no, that say about me? I am not. That for, I can't help myself. Ugh. You so you did. Dis- I, I was I, I, I don't I wouldn't want to talk to him. I even like, like the mullet. I don't. What is wrong like, with me? I am attracted to Andy Samberg, but that must when be he it. was in that mullet and when he was playing this character, I was repulsed. Ooh. Just utterly, like, Ooh. get away from me. Wow. Yeah. No, I, it, it was working for me and I don't know why. I love that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me but i i don't i think he's not again i didn't like like he was a disgusting person and but yet yet i'm attracted to him i don't know why i don't know why yeah no there uh, yeah well we'll we'll get to the, the 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 moments of thirst but yeah um but yeah he's gross he's uh he is an orphan who, as they say, was adopted by the Williams family, mm-hmm. Serena and Venus Williams, in a reverse blindside, which I thought was very funny because there's so many of those stories. And yes. it's like this icky, like, you know, white savior kind of story. And yeah. they were like, you know, and for them to like invert it, I thought was pretty funny. Also, yeah. I really enjoyed Serena Williams like yes. throughout the movie. She was one of my favorite parts. Her very like sort of dry commentary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was very believable, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, but yeah, he was like, you know, kind of working class, gives the judges the finger. Yeah, kind of guy. You know, anything else to say about Aaron Williams? Um, you know, I think that that pretty much caught. Uh, you have a look of it. disgust like your face i just really disgusting. thought he was disgusting um in personality and in looks and in style look he's not afraid to go down on a woman during a tennis match and high five her and i respect that <laughs> i was like there's something for the ladies here he's not just oh having sex with this woman you know wantonly during a tennis match Is he will that- go down on her Oh, and that to me says that there's something beneath that tough exterior. Is it weird that I want to try that now? You want to, you want a man like to go high down five. and you like want a high five. five? I mean, I might, I might next time. I might Let's do I it. Might. I mean, not together, well, not but together, like, no. but like, I'll call like you with afterwards. Our, our, with our respective yeah. mates. Definitely. I'll send, oh I'll call God. you afterwards and let you know how it went. High five me, bro. <laughs> high five me, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um so he had a big big old tennis career. I don't know anything about tennis. He did, was doing well. But then but then he killed someone with a or ball. Or he hit the guy with a ball and the guy had a heart attack. 
which I thought was pretty funny. I, yeah. I mean, I chor- I chuckled. <laughs> I chuckled. Yeah. But still, like, the did he kill him? And like the the question was like, did that he kill him? That was the whole him? thing. And they kept yelling Maybe. at him that he was a murderer. And yeah. And he, then I, he pushed the Duke of Kent. The Duke of down. Kent, who I think was played by Howie Mandel. Um, I enjoyed the supercut of him being pushed down. The Duke yes. being pushed down a bunch of times oh that gosh. made me laugh. So he gets disgraced from tennis, and he has to like go into hiding. Well, he quit on a. He was like, "See you, see you later, tennis." La- or like, later, Fuck you, later tennis." tennis. <laughs> later tennis. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that was um, him retiring. Like someone was like, "That's I a know. weird way way to retire." Yeah, I think that was Serena Williams that said that. Yeah. Um. So then we kind of switch over to the story of the other character, Charles. What's his last Poole. name? Who will? Oh yeah, Poole. the Brit. The Brit. Charles Poole. Right. Yes. Played by Kit Harrington. Oh my God. Can we So what do you think about him? I love please, Kit Harrington in this role. Yeah. I love him in this role. He's so cute. He's so endearing. Like I've only he seen a few ripped. I've only seen a few he episodes ripped. of Game of Thrones. Like yeah. only a few episodes. And he's just so like dour and like dark and kind of like he was cute and fluffy and i wanted to snuggle him yes just snuggle and cuddle and kiss and like Mm -hmm. mm, just so cute it was like it was like a double thirst it was like tennis doubles right tennis is doubles is a tennis term so this is like the doubles of thirst the the singles of thirst for me for you okay andy was you were like my thirst is so you had trouble coming up with your list this week Yes. Were all your list um, items Kit Harrington items? No. <laughs> I I almost did a whole a separate three moments of thirst for Kit, but I didn't. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. But he was so cute. And like I think the thing that he was, was so the dumb. most endearing was the he dumbness. Was so stupid. I just thought it was really cute. That he was dumb. That he yes. kept saying what what did he keep saying? Indubitably. Indubitably. He kept saying, Indubitably. <laughs> yes. Um, so he's that sort of classic, like rich kid with an overbearing mother who forces him a bit, somewhat like the story of Tanya Harding. There's a bit of, it's almost like Tanya Harding's mom from, uh, I, Tanya, except if they were rich. Yeah. Um, and so he kind of comes up through the ranks looking to challenge, like looking to win Wimbledon. I don't really, what again, I don't fully understand host? the plot of this movie. Hmm? The talk show host who he like talks to, Can't that we guy? talk about it. Michael Sheen. He was revolting. Like he revolted me. Yes, like I was revolting. So he really, he really gave me the creeps, which I was, was like was intentional. smoking, like uh, like chain smoking the entire time, just like smoke pouring out of like every pore, just like Michael as- Sheen is a like an incredible actor, and he <laughs> was so funny in this disgusting, revolting role. When he asks Charles to lift up his shirt and he just groans, like the groan yeah. that came out of his mouth, it yeah. was like, ugh, but it was so funny. Um, and he just lifts his shirt and I'm just like, he is so, I, I was like, oh my God, he's so, like, how does, how do you, how is it possible that his abs are that chiseled? Like he, those look, yeah. at first I was like, are they, are that, is that real? Like, I know he's yeah. like a movie star and all that shit and he's like all ripped probably because he was filming game of thrones at the time but i was like at first i thought they might have been fake abs 
because they were so chiseled. Yeah, I, I've never seen apps like that in real, real life before. And I probably never will. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I too wanted him to lift his shirt twice. Yeah. And I was happy that he did. So that was nice. Oh boy, we're awful. No, we're fine. This um, is a thirst podcast. A if thirst you did podcast. not come here for this, then you need to go listen to the other Adam and Andy podcast. <laughs> Whatever they're talking about. It's probably not this. But if you're here and you are thirsty, welcome. We we celebrate your thirst. Uh, what should we talk about next? Um, then next we learned that Aaron has an underwear line in Swiss Sweden. Um, the crotchless underwear was very funny to me. The, uh, 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 underwear with a balls hole. The balls the whole, hole. I called it. Two- I called it sack hole underwear. That's what I have in my notes is sack oh hole God. underwear. The part where he's just like gently nudging the guy's yes. balls. Oh my God. I was like, the, I, I was, I couldn't tell if they were real balls or not. They were they very were real. Realistic. They were super you real. You think? This is HBO baby. You think those were real balls? Yes. How long do you think they, how many times that day do you think that guy's balls got poked? How long did they shoot that scene? I hope they really I paid need to him know. well. Yes. I need to know how many takes they did of Andy poking that guy's balls. Please, somebody oh tweeted gosh. us at Adam at Adam Andy Pod. We need to know right now. Um, then there are malpractice l- lawsuits against him because the the crotchless ball underwear. Which I, can like, you can you file injures. a malpractice lawsuit for underpants? Is that? I mean, I I thought I was like I don't know. They injure. They injure testicles. Their testicles. Well, they cause chafing and chafers. swelling. I think was swelling. the other swelling yeah, into swelling. grapefruits the size of a grapefruit. Yes, which I think they had a real missed opportunity to cut to a guy with testicles the size of a grapefruit. I don't know if yeah. they didn't have the budget, but this is HBO, and I feel like they can do whatever they want. So I feel like it was a real missed opportunity to not cut away to a guy wearing the crotchless underwear with grapefruit-sized testicles. Honestly. That was my critique of this film. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and then. So then um, he goes to prison. But wait, there's like, there are lots of little things that are just thrown in here that like, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, for example, this, I don't know why it's in here, but the courtroom are, are artist. Oh, that, did that was very weird. I was like, that's characters. a tangent. Somebody what, had a, why? somebody went on a tangent about that. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you discovered this in your reading about this movie but i read an interview with andy sandberg about this movie and he says that the uh guy who wrote this movie and him were friends from summer camp i didn't and they've been yeah so the writer of this film and andy sandberg go way back to summer camp that's how far back they go and they were writing comedy when they were kids and so they, I guess, and this is different from y- y- Yorma and Akiva. I think, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is okay. not them. A different guy. Lots of Ma- childhood Matt friends. Murray or who- something. Wow. Right. Yeah. Uh, I wish I, think- I had childhood friends that I would write with. I know, right? Well, we can. We're friends who write. We're not childhood friends. I wish we had been childhood friends. I actually did have friends. I had a friend that I wrote with when I was uh, in middle school, but she didn't Me end too, up actually. staying yeah. in the biz. She went into a different biz. Um, anyway, 
they uh, were watching a tennis match that I I can't remember the name of the tennis players, but the tennis match went on for like 11 hours or something. And that's where they came up with the idea for this movie. Nice. Also, Andy played tennis briefly when he was younger. Did he? Yes. He said he didn't do any training for this movie. Uh, but that he had his mom plays tennis and he used to play tennis when he was a kid and uh, Kit Harrington had one tennis lesson like the day before the shoot started oh yeah also they shot this in three days this whole thing was shot in three days I'm sorry what it makes sense there's a ton of stock footage in this movie <laughs> there's like stock footage and reenactments can we talk about the reenactment footage in the prison scene. Wait, no, stop! I nope. shot Dick Pick Professional in three days. How you did? did and they there shoot were a forty-minute almost in as three many days. dicks in this movie as there were in Dick Pick Professional. Yeah, this movie was full of dicks, dicks and balls, dick, 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 ball, balls. There were dicks and balls everywhere. But, oh my god, the the computer animation of you the the shower. That, you didn't like that. What about the guy who was like spinning on the other guy's dick? <laughs> Just like spinning like a top. Oh my God. Yeah. So he goes to prison and they do this weird prison reenactment imagery that's of all the inmates like in a shower having, having a really an or- nice orgy. Or- orgy. And it looked then, like a nice Sunday afternoon. You and know? then he busts out and he has like a giant dick okay that part was so funny to me (laughs) like so okay well let's let's backtrack let's backtrack so um charles kit harrington's character is on he's very stupid like he is just the stupidest right and somebody asks him like do you think you're better than aaron williams and he goes yeah and like a very offhanded way and and then they go to this reenactment of of aaron in the prison having an orgy and then leaving the orgy to watch this interview and then breaking out of prison to go challenge him to a tennis match, I assume, right? And That's he what runs through the fields with his two-foot penis. <laughs> just swinging around, knocking Hitting birds out of the way. I thought that part was really funny. But then also I was oddly... I found I it oddly aroused. erotic. I was oddly aroused by the giant... Like I'm like this three-foot-long dick. I, I know, big. but it's not real. I, what is wrong with me? What is wrong nothing with is, me? Nothing is wrong with you. Why did I, I find that erotic? I didn't find it erotic, but I found something else erotic, and oh, we'll, well, we'll get is, to it. Okay, good. Okay. I, I was like, there's something wrong with me if I think that this cartoon, this three, this four-foot-long cartoon dick is, like, doing it for <laughs> me. I don't. I've been reading too many fics, obviously. Um, <laughs> all right. Moving on. So he breaks out of prison with his giant dick, and they... Then we get to the tennis match. But wait. I, we didn't talk about this, but I like how the movie started with the them at the end of the tennis match because it yeah. actually made it very exciting. I was like, "Ooh, why is his face beat up? How does how do they get to this point?" I thought that was cool that they started sort of at the end of the match. But wait, my question was, and perhaps I didn't pay attention for like a moment or something, but like, mm. how did Aaron get to? Wimbledon like if just as he we go from him escaping prison to going to Wimbledon well he rode on a horse so he got there by horse I'm assuming he escaped on like after he knocked the birds away with his dick he hopped on a horse okay so I'm gonna guess that he got there what I mean is how did he 
qualify. Yeah, I don't think we're just. I don't think we're going to worry about that too much. Uh, yes, that's he a like valid leaves question. in disgrace, and then he's like, "I'm back to well, a, compete so, in the most elite tennis competition in the world." Right. I feel like they justify that because, um, Fred Armiston's character. Oh my god! Who's obviously Fred Armiston is always great and everything. Uh, Fred Armiston's character says that they agreed to the match because they wanted an English person to win Wimbledon and they thought that he would kick Aaron Williams ass. That's why they won. That's why they allowed it to happen. I think. Okay. That was the, yeah, the thinking there. And the queen is super invested in it. Super invested. The queen played by June Squibb, who I adore. Uh, she was really great as the queen. Um, okay. What did, okay. What so first, the f- about this so I didn't keep track match. of the days, but on one of the days he did a lot of cocaine. Uh, that would be day two. So day one, he got his ass kicked and then it started raining and okay. they had to throw the match or they had not throw the match, but they had to, they had to take it on to the next day. And then the following day he was. Like he came back with a vengeance. Aaron, he had Aaron cocaine came back with everywhere. Cocaine everywhere. Cocaine in his sports bottle. Cocaine. It was funny. Serena Williams is like, well, he had cocaine in his sports. He had it in a sports bottle. He hit it like his racket. His racket in his, his cocaine, cocaine necklace. necklace. <laughs> on the on the court on the mm-hmm. lines. Mm-hmm. So by the power of cocaine, he was able to. And then they cut to Fred Armiston and he's like, yeah, we knew about the cocaine, but English, we're, we don't, as English people, we don't like to bring things up. So we yeah, just yeah. let it happen. I love, no, I love that. Funny. That's so funny. Um, so yeah, the second day he has a lot of cocaine. Day three, by the way, I thought it was very funny, the scene where they were hitting the ball, but like really close to the, yes. the, 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 the net. Yes. That was very funny. <laughs> yes. Was, was day three the sex day? I think that was day. F- I don't know. I got lost at some point, but they, there, maybe that was day three, where I don't know that where the streaker comes on and they have sex on the field. Do you want to talk about the scene? So there's you're shaking a, your head like you don't. Oh no no no! I'm shaking my head like I can't believe this is in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. so a wo- 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 woman who is topless but wearing like some kind of like apron type. It was thing. like a. It was like a bib for her to, for her bush. For her fa- I don't know a fa- a fanny bib. It was um, like a well, no, the butt was out. It was just no, in front of her crotch. But in England, fa- fa- fanny means pussy. Oh, it was a pussy bib. Got it. Okay. Yes. So they like start having they start making out, then having sex, then like he goes down on her and they high five, which was great. It was loved great. It. Yeah, and I loved then. It. A male streaker comes out and like the announcer's like. And I was starting like, to think gonna it, this was going to get really homophobic for a second yeah. there, but then he then they then he, he had goes sex for with him too. And then they had a nice little. Then he got them together, which I thought was nice. Yeah. Two streakers getting together. I mean, yeah. that's you know he was, like, was the like conduit. It was like all day sex, and then I yeah I like had a thought. And I was like, Harrington's character has like a bo- huge boner. <laughs> I didn't see. That. You did didn't it. see that when Aaron, okay when Aaron is having sex with the male streaker, like they cut back to uh Charles and Charles just has like a huge boner. I didn't see that. Oh yeah. my gosh, I need to see that. Yeah. 
Um, this movie is not for kids, obviously. No. Very sexual, lots of balls, lots of dicks, uh, lots of so sex. funny. Um, yeah, this was the part that I was kind of like turned on. I was kind of like, "What is wrong with me?" <laughs> but I, but I also thought like, what would actually happen if at went 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 then one of the players started having sex with someone who ran into the court? Like, would they have someone come in and, and arrest them or like? I- think so especially because it's like broadcast on television but this is just a silly comedy a very very (laughs) silly comedy movie so you know um they just let it happen all day yeah like the the rest of the day was just them having sex oh so how can you have sex all day well he obviously maybe the cocaine i don't know he obviously has improved his stamina since that sex tape he he did with charles's girlfriend yeah where he could not get an erection. I wonder if there was any cuddling. Because I know for me, I need like to take cuddling breaks. Oh, like I can't just like okay. all day. Can't just all day. No. Yeah. So you think that maybe that. They have like, you think like a, that a cuddling break. Aaron needs cuddling in order to get erect. No, not erect, but oh, just okay. like, let's, let's take a break. And like, we're here all day. So we might as well just like lay the here. The sun's and, out. The grass yeah. feels nice. Yeah. yeah. Probably. That makes sense. Um, then there, so then the, then it's implied that Charles hits Aaron with a truck. Well, first, um, Aaron claims to be English. Oh, that's right. That was, that was, yeah, I think that was day four. He claims to be English. Yeah. And then, uh, and Charles Charles was like really upset about that. I'm so sorry. I I got my my phone no, gave me a notification. Okay. That's okay. It's a, I hope maybe it's, it's It was important. my my jur- jur- journaling app reminding me to to journal. Oh, have you still sorry. been journaling? I have been. Yes. Oh, that's good. Um so yeah, he claims to be English and then and then I guess after that is when he gets hit by the car, yeah, the truck. The truck. And he yeah. comes back and he and plays tennis one-handed. But that's something that we forgot to introduce hot. early on was that Kid Harrington's character, um, Charles, um, goes to trade school to become a bus driver, not a bus driver, a truck a big driver, rig, driver, big rig, big driver. rig truck or a lorry. Driver. Do they call it lor- a lorry? Is that what they call Possibly, it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was like, so one of the characters was like, so like, are they not going to talk about this? That this guy like drives trucks for a living and this other guy got hit by a truck. I think that was Will Forte who was like yes. kind of like the historian character who yes. was maybe, you know, theorizing. Um, are we going to talk about Lena Dunham? Is, has she appeared yet? Oh my God. We haven't talked about that. He got a like, he got a, he got like a sponsorship from Jordash and she's wearing like the same mullet that he is. Except that's her, she was her hair. That's her re- real hair. That was I mean, the, the, the real hair. No, no, the, know, the, the, the character's real hair. And she was like, "I love his hair." <laughs> uh, yeah, she reminded like me the of Jordash. TKP, how the two characters in that had the same hair. That did kind of remind yes. me of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. She plays like the Jordash. Yeah, you know, spokesperson. You know. Yeah. Well, he's the Sassy. spokesperson, so she's like the, I guess, the PR person that sets them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought she was funny. I was surprised yeah, to see she her was, there. She was funny. I was her. surprised too. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then after he's hit by a truck, he continues the next day with just his left hand. One-handed. One-handed as well. Which was hot. Sure. <laughs> well, I think it was. Um, all right. And then after th- is that after that is when I think is when he releases the sex tape. They have like a press conference where they're like I did, arguing. I did know the date date Dave Copperfield appeared on Charles's sho- sho- shoulders in a a, ma- right. a magic trick. Yes, David Copperfield, who's friends with with uh, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you Sorry, have a I just quote had to from David Copperfield yes. about Aaron? He said, "Russian pussy and making money." <laughs> I was like, yeah. David Copperfield just said, "Russian." I know. I never thought I'd hear that. Also, when he appears on his shoulders, that was pretty funny. Yes. This is a very absurd movie. I mean, look, I I think if you, especially if you love sports documentaries, this might be like more up your alley. Like I, again, I thought it was funny. It just wasn't like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever seen, but it was funny and it was really short. So absolutely, you know, well, we'll get, we'll get to that, I guess, when we talk about whether we'd recommend it but so yeah like you said the sex tape aaron and lily aaron and lily um so lily, lily is was Charles's ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. and she said that he was so dumb but so sweet mm-hmm. and yeah and yeah it's kind of that like night vision footage kind of sex tape but yeah. apparently like aaron just like can't get it up just can't yeah and so eventually yeah. she's like i'm just gonna leave and then he's yeah. like and then he goes down on her and high five he's her. like she tries to high five her and she's like <laughs> <laughs> um just let him girl just let him yes. do it you don't even have to why why would you say no to that you don't have to do yeah. any work she's disgusted why you don't, don't have know. to do anything no just it's lay there neat. let him high five you enjoy yourself yeah um and then we discover that aaron wears a wig oh yeah because they have the press conference and they're arguing about the sex tape and then he pulls the wig off that was i loved the idea of a a andy having to be put into a bald cap and then having like the comb over type (laughs) thing put over and then the wig on top of that Yes, yes, yeah. Well, then they cut to like a picture of him when he's a kid, and the, and she's and uh, Serena's like he's started going bald at thirteen, and it was uh, obviously like such a Photoshop picture of Andy from like I know I was like is now. that his real face? Like was that him when he was a kid? No. They Ooh, used like his current look- face and put it on a kid and then put they? a bald. It looked so current. Like, have you seen pictures of him when he was a kid? Okay, so there's a picture um, the at the very end with there was the production company. There was a picture of him when he was a kid. Oh, okay, okay. And okay. he definitely didn't you look sure like that, was that him? picture. I thought that was it looked just else. it looked just like 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 him only in kid production form. company logo. I'll have to. I'm gonna have to look into yeah. this. Um, okay, and then shall we get to the end? Should we just go to the yeah. last day? Uh, the last day is, of course, the the last day on earth um for, for them. these two men i didn't see that coming at all i know <laughs> i almost felt like they were like 
how do we end this? I guess they'll die. And I was like, ah, like, does this? So they get, they kill, they hit each other with the rackets and die. At the same time. The same time. And then they get buried in the same coffin. (laughs) Sorry. It's so funny. (laughs) Like, why are they buried in the same coffin? I was actually kind of, I don't know what's the matter with me, but I was actually kind of upset. I was like upset about them dying and, and like laying in the coffin. I was like, oh, this is like. This is that upsetting was the to me. funniest part to me the oh, same okay. coffin that was so funny i was like "Ooh, i don't like watching them their corpses it makes me upset i know what they're faking it but it made me feel very upset you're laughing so hard sarah's laughing so hard right now <laughs> sorry i just think it's so fun fu- so it's funny. almost like, like a romeo and juliet ending yes some or and something then, and then they go back to it it interviews that we've previously seen with them but parts of the interviews we hadn't seen before which is both of them saying how much they admire each other which again made me sad it was really sad it's a tragic story it's just like romeo and juliet yeah and then the last uh was like it ended with um uh, Aaron being like, and if he said something nice oh, about Charles, yeah, what, what did he, he say? He said, "If I die, I hope this is the last shot of my doc." Yeah. <laughs> no, but what? But what did he say before for that? Oh, about it's about uh, Charles, Charles or about life or. Uh, he said he was like a. He seemed like I think he said basically like he's just, he seems like an okay guy. I don't know. I didn't he write that part down. A, me- a metaphor about l- life, I think. I just forgot oh, what it was. I obviously missed that. I mean, I remember what you're saying, but I didn't write that down, so I I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought it was. I mean, look, I thought it was cool that at the end they, you know, it turns did you out watch that, it all the way to the entire? I watched end? the blue. I watched the deleted scenes or whatever, which yeah. or extended scenes. So during the credits, they play like additional footage, which. I thought was very, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really, uh, you could tell they did a little improvising, which is fun. I actually really thought the part where I, if I were the editor of this piece, I would have included Kit Harrington destroying his hotel room uh, over him like, standing in a corner. Didn't, why didn't they do that? Like, I they lo- obviously I decided that. him standing in a corner was funnier. But I actually thought him destroying the room and like trying to pour a glass of water and throwing it. I thought yeah. that was funny. And I and, a, and a, at a rare moment where that character really loses control. Yeah. And I actually thought that was very funny. And I wish that, that ha- they had included it in the actual film. He did a great job with that. I was like, wow. Yeah. He, he, that, that was like the funniest thing he did in the entire I thought so too. film and then it wasn't even in the film i know i thought i honestly thought that was the funniest thing that he did yeah i agree 100 percent. wish 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 they had included it in the film yeah um final thoughts there oh that was the thing i rem- remember the well, most well there was will yeah. forte saying like he was saying you know seven days in hell and they're like why are you looking into the camera and he's like i just thought it would make a good title yeah for this movie and i was <laughs> like that's funny um yeah, it was just like little bits of interviews and yeah. stuff. It was there was an alternate take of um, Charles and Aaron fighting at the press conference, that kind of stuff. Yeah, there was a a a, a, a Lena da 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 line yes. as well. I forget what yeah. that was. Um, she was talking about how she got fired. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. 
um oh she was talking about other failed ventures she had like oh, she's yeah. like uh i thought the one where she was like i created like a john benet line of jeans and i was like oh my god after she was killed <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was killed. <laughs> um yeah I, I you know i like a good i like a good deleted scenes roundup i love it when yeah. that stuff gets put in the credits yeah um final thoughts on seven days in hell I would watch this again. It's not oh. great, but it's I ha, I had seen, seen it before, um, and I did like so it more. So you literally the first did time. watch it again, but I, I made you. I made you right, watch it. But I did want to. I was looking forward to. So it. did you so enjoy I it as much the second time, or you enjoyed it more the first time? No, I think I enjoyed it more the first time because I wasn't thinking critically about about it. Mm. But this time, when I had to be more like analytical, and I was just like, okay. You know, not that this is an analytical podcast, no, it's but not I, a, it's not. But we do. We can't help ourselves but talk a bit about that stuff. Yeah. Um. I. It. Here's what I would say. I. I. I was amused. I'm glad. I. I enjoyed it. it. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna go in my pantheon of my most favorite Andy Samberg films. Um. Just because I don't give a shit about sports. Um. I don't know. I I was amused, and if you are a fan uh, of Andy Samberg, which I hope you are, because you're listening to the show, definitely watch it. Absolutely watch it. I think if you might enjoy it more if you're into sports, because it's definitely a satire on sports documentaries. But I don't think you have to be into sports to watch it, because it's also uh, uh, there's also a lot of dick jokes, and who doesn't like a dick joke, right? We all Everyone. love dick jokes. Everyone loves dick jokes. Lots of dicks and balls in this movie. Uh, here's what i'll say actually this is something i definitely want to say that we didn't get to and that is i love i love a comedian who i love comedians that are not afraid that are are not that don't have vanity that are not afraid to be foolish and gross and not gross in a way that isn't is designed to just solely make people uncomfortable but i feel like this was a performance where andy and he does lots of characters like this it's not just this one where it's not about his vanity yeah. you know like he's not trying to be cool he's not trying to be like a movie star Sexy. not that he he's just like he was he his character was gross and absurd and and ridiculous and he went for it a hundred percent and he let that be what he was and that's what that's how i feel like that's a good comedian a good comedian knows that that it that, that it's very funny to allow yourself to be pushed to the edge of what is considered uh like we're your own vanity your limits of your vanity you know let yourself be ugly he let himself be ugly and, and i appreciate that and i love that about him because he often plays these very adorable characters and he was not adorable in this movie. And no. so I, it was kind of cool to see him, a different side of him in yeah. that way. Agreed. Moments of thirst? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think I did. I think I went first. Didn't I go first last time? I think it's I your turn. Okay. I went first last time. It's your turn to go first. So first moment of thirst. Mm -hmm. um, when he goes down on the street streaker and high fives her. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent absolutely loved it yes love it love a um, man who will go down on you and give you a high five um that day where and they totally dramatized this like like mm -hmm. made it so much bigger than it was but when he gives the 
pussy-eating gesture. Oh, my God. Yes, girl. Yes. (laughs) I was like, yes. Um, And then that's it. I don't have a third. You you only have two? I only have two. Those two. Oh, my God, Sarah. Both related to oral sex. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. You found three moments of thirst. And that's my boy, but you couldn't find three moments of thirst in this movie. His that's character shocking. was so repulsive okay, to me. Like, fair, everything about fair. it. Even the fact that his hair was blonde. Like, I just don't like blonde hair on men. Wow. But you like mullets a little bit. You were attracted to me and my mullet. Yes, that's true. But his mullet was, like, two-toned. Okay, so... And it, like, it had just... no no forehead. It was, like, okay. all the way down it to was all, It was too much mullet for you. <laughs> it was too much. Too much. Um. Okay, so my here are my three moments of thirst. Number one is the first as they cut it's like at the very beginning of the film right when they cut to that interview with him and soledad o'brien where he's sitting on the couch and he's man spreading like they cut to him and he's like wearing like the tank like it's like a that like a a shirt where i think it's a tank top or something that it just like goes the man it was like this the man spreading that's my first moment of thirst he's just like something about the way he was sitting on that couch do you know what scene i'm talking about yes um I was into that. That was immediately I had to I had to make note of that. Um, uh, Secondly, don't know why. Again, I don't know why. What is I don't know why this I don't know what this says about me. But when they when he's got the Jordash sponsorship and he's wearing the white jean cutoff shorts. I knew you would say that that was your moment of thirst. I knew you would think that was a thirsty moment. I need (laughs) I need some ice and I need it immediately. (laughs) because it is hot in here uh and then lastly just andy samberg playing tennis i enjoyed every moment that he had to reach for those balls there was the way he like the way his legs went the way his arm went out just like casually i know it's all fake and it's a movie but it was just like it was very like his i know it's a comedy but there was something very hot about him playing tennis yeah, it's, I think it's funny because both of them, Charles and Aaron, um, they were so like obviously bad at tennis. Te- te- I don't tennis. know anything about tennis. They looked fine to me. Well, I'm saying that like I don't know anything about tennis e- e- either. But They hit the I mean, ball. Isn't they, that what you're supposed to do? Yes, but they didn't actually – like a lot of it was like effects and mm-hmm. like you couldn't see the ball quite, you mm-hmm. know, and so they weren't actually playing tennis. So there was Sarah, ab- when he serves that ball one handed, when he just bounces it off the racket. And that's over- true. That's true. I swear. I'm going to be thinking about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Very thirsty. For- okay. As, wow. Those are my moments of thirst. Did you want to do some honorable? I don't have any honorable mentions for Kit Harrington, but I think you might. Do, do you have any? Honorable Kit Harrington. Um, Obviously, my I would say my only one was the the abs. Um, I didn't. I like Kit Harrington, and I think he's very attractive. But I honestly was more attracted to Annie Sam. Why was I more attracted to Annie Samberg when he was so gross? I don't know why. I I think that says something about my love for him. Maybe I don't know. And I, Kit Harrington was right there, and I was like, eh. Okay, I don't know what this says about me, but. So Kit Harrington was an adult the entire filming of this film. Okay, he was an yes, adult. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. But when he's wearing that like wig, like and he's yes. like a boy, the very bad and hair. He's, yeah. Like 
Indubitably. And like he's very like meek. Like his yeah. meekness to me was very cute so, and endearing. Okay. So you felt um, thirsty for the meekness. Yes. Okay. I, I think Fair. everyone everyone listening can kind of get a uh, there's a theme going on with my thirstiness is that the You like non threatening men. Non threatening, yes. <laughs> yes, I I have had that's you bad look, things from threatening men. Embrace what you like, girl. And what you want is a meek, sweet man who's gonna just go to town on you and, and high five high you fives. at the same time. Yes. And I respect it. As you would imagine, I'm normally up for pretty much anything in the bedroom. But I can't tell if what happened was weird or sexy. Um, shall we do some Adam or Andy trivia? Yes. All right, let's do it. Adam, Andy trivia, a trivia contest for one. Sarah's going to read out some trivia, and I'm going to try to guess whether this is a trivia fact about Adam, Driver, or Andy Samberg. Here we go. He tried to go to Hollywood to pursue his acting dream as a teen, but his car broke down in Texas, and by the time he had gotten to California, he had run out of money and had to go back home. Oh, my God, that's so sad. Two days. Oh, my God. Or. Okay. In 2012, he delivered the class day speech at Harvard as Adele Someone Like You played. Uh, the song Someone Like You. Mm-hmm. Someone like you. like you. I can't do it. Yeah. That's tough. Okay. First of all, I cannot see Adam Driver walking on stage to that song. I feel like if he did, he would be really grumpy about it. Um, also, yeah, okay. So I'm going to go with Adam Driver, try to drive to Hollywood, and his car broke down. And I'm going to go with Andy Samberg, delivered an address at Harvard to an Adele song. Correct. Yay! I didn't know the answers. I just logicked my way into it. Now I'm going to hopefully I love it. hold on, hold on. We might oh. have to pause this, but oh. I have the quote of what, what he said, the the opening of his speech. Oh, great. I would love to hear it. And, and while you, while you say that, I'm just playing the Adele song in my head right now. Someone like That's kind of a sad song to play at a graduation. Cause it's, that's like a breakup song. Like, why would you play something so sad? At a graduation. It seems like a weird... Okay. This is opening sentence. Students, faculty, parents, grandparents, uncles that weren't invited but showed up anyway, (laughs) handsome young genders who are secretly math geniuses, and the homeless guy from with honors my name is andy sandberg and i am as honored to be here today as i am unqualified oh my god my heart my heart that's so sweet i wonder if we can find that i wonder if that speech exists anywhere i wonder if we can share it on the social media yeah i i just found 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 a transcript of the speech oh that's really sweet I really need to see a video of him walking on stage to Adele. And I think like, there, there, there is that too. So, so Adam Driver tried to drive. Okay, first of all, he's from Indiana. So, how mm-hmm. did he end up in Texas? Does he not know what direction California is in? 
Like, I think that's your first mistake is that Mm -hmm. I don't think you need to get to California by way of Texas. No, you don't. Unless he was driving in the wintertime and the roads were very hazardous, maybe. I I mean, I lived in Illinois. I went to film school in Chicago and I did once drive across several states with some of my friends to go to the Fargo Film Festival in Fargo, North Dakota. And the roads were very bad. Um, mm. We almost hide, We almost went off the roads several times, uh, but that was in the winter time. So I don't well, know. Maybe I'm just I'm questioning why he would end up in Texas to get to California if he's from Indiana. He's not. From, I'm sorry. He's not from Illinois. He's from Indiana. Indiana. So how Which did he end up North, in Texas? Midwest. Yeah. Um, how did you end up in Texas, sir? I want to know. I don't know. Oh, you look awesome. Come the fuck upstairs. Okay. But wait, I have to worry about something. What? If you come up here, I'm going to tie you to my bed and keep you for at least three days. I'm just in that kind of mood. Would you Would you like to spin the wheel and yeah. see what we're going to watch next? Okay. Let's do it. So, what have you placed uh, on this wheel? Uh, well, I'll, I'll get so I'll get there in a second. So this month, so this we've just done an Andy Samberg movie, and so now it's time to spin the wheel and see what Adam Driver movie we're going to be watching next. So let me go ahead. And actually, let me make sure I'm on the right page here. And let me share my screen. Wait, hang on. Try that again. There we go. Share that. Wheel. Okay. Can you see it? I can see it. All right. So we have The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. This is where I leave you. What if Midnight Special and Logan Lucky. You ready? I've never seen any of these. Oof. Girl. All right. Let's spin it. <gasps> We're going to watch Logan Lucky. Oh, my God, Sarah. I, can, I, I am so overjoyed. Um, have you seen this? I have. Yes, I have seen it. I've seen it twice. I watched it. I watched it once and then watched it again. Uh, I watched it again with... Chris because after I watched it I was like oh he'd like this and so I have actually seen it twice um I would watch it again and again and again it's so I I really like this movie a lot and I will reserve my my thoughts about it till we watch it but I am thrilled that we're going to be watching Logan Lucky I couldn't imagine a better movie to watch to celebrate Adam Driver's birthday than Logan Lucky this is exciting for me did you would, wreck the wheel? I did not. You saw it had all yeah. the. Also, I'm really the one I I haven't seen a couple of those on there, and so I definitely want to see the ones I haven't seen. I really want to see the man who killed Don Quixote because I keep people keep posting gifts, and I get I get I get parched just from seeing gifts from the man who killed Don Quixote, and I've never seen it, and I will not watch it until it comes up on the wheel because that's how much I care about this podcast. Yeah. So do you know the plot of Logan Lucky? No, I don't. All right. So let me, uh, let me go ahead and let's look that up for a sec so that I can tell you. Uh, Now, Logan Lucky, and I'll tell you all who's in it. I think you'll enjoy, uh, you'll enjoy this one. Uh, I mean, I can't say. I don't want to build this up too much. Um, Okay. So Channing Tatum. Okay. Adam Driver. Uh, let's see. Katie Holmes is in it. Um, Seth MacFarlane. Um, oh my God. What's his name? James Bond. Uh, 
Fuck, 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 fuck. I, I'm screaming in my head. Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is in it. There's a lot of people in this movie. I think you're going to enjoy it. All right. So the, um, the, well, the summary here is real simple. Two brothers attempt to pull off a heist during a NASCAR race in North Carolina. So that's the plot. It's a heist film. Okay. You look dubious. I just don't like heist films, but it's... You don't like heist films? Why not? I don't like any really masculine movies like action or or, or like superhero or heist or crime or... It's not like like, that. It's a comedy, Sarah. Oh, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. Yeah. It's a comedy heist film. It's definitely a comedy. Comedy heist is fine. I just don't like heist, like straight heist. You don't like a straight heist. You need a, you need something. You need to, you need to curb that heist with a little bit of comedy. Comedy. Well, this is then, then I think you'll enjoy this because it's definitely a comedy. Also, Clyde Logan who is the character that Adam Driver plays is a beloved character in the Adam Driver fan community. So I think you'll I think you'll enjoy him. Uh, okay. Well, that I think that's gonna take care. Of, that's gonna do us for the show. Uh, before we go, I did want to say that if you're not following us on social media, we'd love to chill with you uh we love i love interacting with people on twitter we've gotten a lot of people talking to us about different films and sharing cool stuff and like uh god i just absolutely love the fan community on twitter it has been a joy and has really especially helped me get through these last couple days of this nightmarish fucking election um god sarah did you see i tagged you in it did you see the person who had like a adam driver themed dinner party and yeah. named all of the foods after adam driver characters yeah oh my i didn't God. know most of those characters i didn't know most of them because i haven't oh seen most of his films uh, it was so i just I, I i loved it so much um so we uh we'd love to be we'd love to be friends uh if you can find us on facebook and instagram at adam and andy podcast and you can find us on twitter at adam andy pod uh if you like the show uh, consider leaving us a review. It helps other people find out about the show. Um, and so, you know, it'd be cool if you want to, you know, no pressure, no pressure. We're not here to pressure you. Um, but that's, uh, that's going to do us for this week. I'm super excited about watching Logan Lucky. I, 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 I wish, I wish we could watch it together. Um, cause I'd love to look over at your face. I'd love to side eye you during it but I, I will settle for us talking about it and I'm really thrilled that I have an excuse to watch this movie again so come back and join us come back and join us uh, next time uh, and, and we'll be talking about Logan Lucky Logan Lucky